All right. What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hendrickson, and happy Monday morning. If you're listening to this on podcast platforms, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or anything like that, then you know that this is dropped nice and early, 5 a.m. on Monday mornings and Thursday mornings, and it is Monday morning right now. If you're a, a watcher, uh, if you're a YouTube watcher, you watch this on YouTube, then it is going to be dropped in the evening, so 5 p.m. Uh, Mondays and Thursdays, but uh, good Monday morning. I hope you are doing well. I'm doing really well today. Uh, had a good week at work last week, and uh, I'm excited to uh, basically just uh, wake up and grind for this weekend and get ready for the week to come. That's how I spend my weekends. Uh, this morning, I woke up. I slept in a little bit longer than I normally do. I let my body rest and recover. Um, this week was a pretty, um, you know, hard week for training. Uh, I woke up after uh, sleeping in, got a nice little jog in, did a little five, I think it was like a five and a half kilometer jog. Um, came home. I uh, did a little workout, did a little laundry while I was lifting, uh, just basically throwing some shit in the in the washer and dryer and uh, yeah, just kind of prepping for my week to come. So yeah, I got a nice little workout in, got a jog in, got a little bit of weightlifting in and uh, a little bit of a stretch, sipping some coffee now after my shower and I thought I would just jump on here and record. Um, so welcome to the Risen Fallen podcast. If you're brand new to this podcast, what you can expect is open and authentic conversations about things like self-development, mental health, um, those types of conversations. I, I like to just try and you know point you in the right direction. Sometimes I talk about the news. I think I might do that a bit today. Uh, sometimes I just kind of ramble on with my own personal thoughts for good little 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes I run a little bit longer. Uh, and then sometimes like this Thursday, uh, there's going to be a interview dropping um, later this week. So keep your eyes peeled for that on Thursday. We're going to have a sick interview drop. I'm um, really excited for you guys to hear that. And uh, yeah, I thought I would just jump into it. So that's if you're brand new to this podcast, if you're a returning listener, if you're a returning viewer, uh, then thank you very much for coming back and supporting and doing everything that you do that in, that involves the community, the podcast and the movement in general. Um, like I said, I like to just try and be able to create a little bit of connectiveness, a little bit more community in this uh, space that we're in. Uh, just let people know that, you know, no matter what it is you're going through, you are not alone and life can and will get better for you. Uh, I like to try and remind you that it's possible to make yourself stronger, to make yourself better. 1%, you know, 10%, 20%, 100% better every single day. Uh, sometimes it's one step at a time. Sometimes you're going to have super productive days and you're going to, it's just going to fly by. And, um, you know, not only should you strengthen yourself, not only should you make yourself better, but, uh, while you're on that journey, uh, just a little reminder to turn around and lift others up as well that are going through similar things. Uh, I think that's kind of what this whole movement is all about. And so, um, yeah, I thought I would just jump into it today. Um, Happy Monday. Hope you're doing well. I'm going to take a little sip of my coffee here. So if you got a coffee with you right now, uh, let's take a sip together. Uh, let's enjoy that cup of brew, whatever you got going. Maybe it's water. Maybe it's tea. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know, a protein shake, whatever it could be. Let's take a second, take a breath, take a sip, and uh, let's cra get cracking. Let's get into this.
So, um, yeah, this week's a little bit funny. Uh, we got a lot of funny stuff in the news right now. I, th- I thought I, I would just pull this up on my little uh, iPad here. Uh, I was going through the news this morning. I was kind of doing like my morning meditation on my iPad here. And I was just kind of going after uh, doing some journaling, after doing some reading. Uh, I thought I'd just crack through the news here and see what's going on. And uh, it looks like there was a press conference uh, this week. Um, Justice Minister and Attorney General David Lametti uh, says they don't want to point fingers. In hindsight, the federal government could have, quote, done things better end quote, and cooperated better when engaging with the protesters and other levels of government during the Freedom Convoy last year. So this is kind of funny to see them backpedal on a lot of these things. Um, our, our great, our great, great tyrant leader, uh, Justin Trudeau, says he kind of regrets about, you know, he has some regrets about the ways that he spoke about the Freedom Convoy, uh, that he was only referring to a small group of people within this group of people that were a quote-unquote small fringe minority of people with unacceptable views, uh, calling them misogynistic, calling them racist, calling them a ton of different things. Um, kind of funny seeing him backpedal on all of this, but this um, this entire press conference kind of seems like a nothing sandwich. Uh I mean, like, basically all they said was, I think there's better ways that we can do this and handle this moving forward. They never really talk about what solutions they have. But a little bit of foreshadowing here, they say that uh, should this happen again, they're going to try and handle it differently. Um, They don't really say how that's going to... uh, you know, come about. They don't really say how they are going to handle it differently, just that they want to try and get communication uh, and uh, resolve situations a little bit better than they did in the past. Although they are sticking to the fact that they think that all of their, um, you know, steps that they took uh, invoking, you know, regulations and laws that have never been regulated before, um, they say that they don't regret that. So I don't really see how they look to improve on this situation a little bit funny and a little bit weird but it does seem like a little bit of a nothing sandwich to me um basically says here uh, a small set of a small subset of people who are just hurting and worried and wanting to be heard which is funny because you know essentially our, our prime minister justin trudeau was basically not willing to communicate with these people at all. He wouldn't talk to them. Uh, If I remember correctly, I think he even like skipped town for a lot of it. He wasn't even around or if he was in in Ottawa, then he was basically just hiding in his mansion where he was hiding the entire time. And so it comes down to, I guess, communication and, and just not avoiding these conversations. But I think that this conversation in general was not avoidable because, you know, um, It says here that with his comments that he made, you know, he he was targeting a very small group of people. And in the manner in which he framed his comments, he caught a larger group of people who really wanted to legitimately protest their opposition to a certain to certain of our government's policies, particularly on vaccine mandates. But even Justice Rouleau pointed out himself that all of the converged, all of them converged in one place and got out of hand, um, which is kind of funny because that's what protesting is: is converging in one place and then getting out of hand is kind of a 
you know, that's their perspective. But uh, it's kind of funny to see our federal government like a year later, over a year later, kind of backpedal on this whole thing and say, yeah, we handled it wrong. We didn't have communication. We didn't have anything. We didn't, we didn't, um, you know, they try and justify the Emergencies Act. They try and, and basically say, hey, uh, we did everything right. We could have just communicated it better. That's essentially what it looks like to me. Um, kind of funny to see all of that happen. And it's kind of stupid in my personal opinion. Um, but you guys kind of know about my opinions when it comes to all of this. Um, really hoping that, uh, you know, in the next election, we get rid of this clown. So whether you think that that's possible or not, there's also an article here. Um, this was posted yesterday on Global News. Um, title is, China is trying to interfere, but Canadians alone determined the recent elections, Trudeau says. He says that um, basically that you know China is trying to interfere with Canadian democracy, including our elections, he says, but it remains clear that Canada, Canadians were the ones that decided the outcome of the two recent federal elections. So Trudeau is coming out and saying, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, China has actually been trying to interfere with us, uh, including with our elections, but uh, the past two elections were legitimate and there was no interference there. We stopped them. There was no way to, uh, there was no way to interfere there. And uh, which is kind of funny because, you know, in Vancouver here, there was, um, In Vancouver here, there was um, comments that basically said that there was, it says, China's formal consul government in Vancouver boasted in 2021 that she had helped defeat two conservative MPs. Um, And uh, if you know, you know, anything about the views of myself or the views of anybody, I guess, that that doesn't really like our current government. Um, the conservatives seem to be the only opposition that might have, you know, some sort of a stand against our current uh, liberal party. I call them neoliberals because they don't really stand for any liberal values whatsoever. Um, in, in fact, they're just kind of pushing more and more people towards the right, which I don't know, this kind of happens tons in history. So uh, it's happening, you know, right now it's happening. It's been happening for the last hundred years. Uh, all across Europe and North America. Um, It's kind of funny to watch our current leader and uh, the leader down south, Joe Biden. Uh, Both of them seem to be Chinese assets to me, but uh, we can get into that another time. Conservative leader, Pierre Polyver, I I hope I say his fucking name right. I can still never fucking say his name properly. Um, But he basically says, it's clear that Justin Trudeau has been covering up the interference of the authoritarian regime in Beijing. Uh, In my personal opinion, this is because the interference that's coming through uh, is basically benefiting him. So why would he want to be forthright and open about those things? Um, Oh, it says later in this article, Justin Trudeau knew about this interference and covered it up because he benefited it. So benefited from it so seems like we came to the same conclusion there um that's just kind of what's going on in our government right now i feel like it's pretty similar it kind of mirrors a lot of what's happening in the united states as well i think that both of our governments are you know 
and I think that this is this is pretty self-evident with all governments. I don't think that you know, sh- would the con- if the conservatives were in power, I don't think it would be very much different. I think that obviously the the pandemic would have been handled differently. Uh, I just said that word, so now this uh, is going to be censored and fucked up on YouTube. This is going to be shadow banned and and buried in the algorithm. But uh, yeah, I think that I think that um, all governments you know, have this kind of smoke and mirror play uh, with the media, with what they do in legislation. There's always kind of things that they try and sneak through the cracks. Our government's been doing that a lot with uh, Bill C-11, C-21, tons of different things going on here. Uh, Bill C-16, there's tons of different bills over the last like kind of year and a half, two years that have been swept under the rug, um, not been uh, analyzed properly. Nobody gets to really vote on these things. Like, I never got a chance to vote on any of these things. I don't think any of you did either, if you've even heard of them. And um, I think that all of it is just smoke and mirrors. That being said, I think that the pandemic would have been handled differently. I think that uh, our economy would look completely different right now. Uh, had we had a different power over the last like fucking half a decade, but it is what it is. Uh, whether you believe that there's interference or not, whether you believe that there's kind of cheating involved in these elections, uh, I think that it's always been present, uh, regardless of who's in power. And I was listening to a podcast with Tim Pool on Russell Brand's podcast recently. It just dropped uh, on, uh, I think it was last Friday or something like that. So you should go and give that a listen. But basically, Tim Pool was addressing this, talking about, you know, if you really do think that there's cheating in these elections, then make it hard as fuck for them to cheat. Make it as hard as possible for them to cheat in these elections. Go out and vote. Make sure that you know uh, everything that you possibly can know about the politicians. Uh, make sure you know who you're voting for because there's a lot of people that kind of are like wolves in sheep's, sheep's clothing. Um, but just make sure that, you know, if you want your voice to be heard, to speak up when it is possible, when you have the opportunity to do so. Um, we still live in, an, in a country where we're able to vote. Uh, so as long as you got your voting rights, fucking use them. Um, I think that uh, that's pretty self-evident. Uh, the last article I'm going to go through today is Vancouver hospital patient loses Netflix access due to password crack. Oh, I just fucked that up. Anyways, uh, crackdown, password crackdown. That's what I was trying to say. It says Carlo Cizello, Salazo, Salazo, um, Sorry, man. Dang, that's a hard last name to say. Has been waiting for a double lung transplant at Vancouver General Hospital for five months. During that time, reading books and watching Netflix has been his primary ways of passing time. Boredom takes a lot of effort to overcome, he says. Um, He basically says that Netflix's controversial crackdown on password sharing is inflexible. Um... I guess this is, uh, I think what is happening here uh, is that um, you have to, it requires devices to log in with a home Wi Fi network every 30 days or risk losing access. I'm assuming his family uses this, pa- this Netflix account at his home and then he can't access it from a different address or Wi Fi network while he's at the hospital. But man, why doesn't the hospital have its own Netflix account? You know, like for fucking patients, they should, they should like, man, this dude's there for months 
And uh, for five months, he's been at, waiting for a double lung transplant. It's like, man, why doesn't the hospital have its own Netflix account, dude? They should have, like, a different account for, uh, like, isn't there, like, a family account? They should have an account for all the, maybe they should have, like, viewing parties or uh, there should be a movie theater in the hospital, man. Like, there should be um, premium and standard users can add extra members outside the household for an additional seven ninety nine a month. This dude... Dude, he's waiting for a double lung transplant and they can't spot him $7.99 a month. For how amount there that we get taxed, man, that should be covered, dude. That should be um, provided by the hospital. Netflix does not respond when asked by CTV News about medical circumstances. The company said that earlier this month that more than 100 million households share accounts, which affects its ability to invest and grow new tv and films like bro these guys are pumping content out every single month and they're just they're saying they're struggling you killed blockbuster man and you're struggling you can't give this guy an account man man netflix and hospitals should pair up dude i feel like that's like um some of the main users of netflix got to be in hospitals because, like, what else do you do? It's not like I talk a lot about, um, you know, the fact that you can go out, you can get a job, you can exercise, you can do tons of different things. But these are people that can't do those things, like legitimately cannot do those things. Um, probably pretty hard to go out and exercise and, and, and run errands when you're waiting for a double lung transplant. Um, someone should get this guy a Netflix account. Fuck, dude, use my Netflix account. Someone knows this guy. Maybe we should try and get in contact with them. The Risen Fallen group could definitely fund a Netflix account for this guy. Um, so maybe we should get in contact with him. I feel like that's so funny, man. Why the fuck? Why doesn't the hospital have Netflix accounts, dude? That's what I don't get, man. Even let the staff use it, man. They could watch like Grey's Anatomy on uh, break. They could, you know, it's kind of nice. You get to see... Um, you know, you can watch different things on break. Do they get breaks in hospitals? I don't even know. Do they get breaks? Anyways, um, so that's the news as I see it, uh, this week. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because every time I open the news, I try and get something to talk about, uh, during this, this, um, I almost said Netflix. Oh, during this podcast, I'd sometimes I, I just open the news. I try and find something that I can chat about uh, with you guys, for you guys, share my opinions on them. And every single time I open the news, it's just like, and I feel like this is something that everyone kind of knows about already, but it's just like fucking shitty things that just bring your spirits down. You know, it's always about like um, earthquakes that happen, pandemics, um, the government being corrupt, um, you know, it's always about like fucking balloons flying over our country or fucking, you know, there's always like uh, hurricanes or, or yeah, earthquakes and, and uh, wars. Like it's always it's never about like how great like some advancements are happening in our in our nation or in the world. It's never about, um, you know, positive things. And I feel like um, there is some news networks out there that just try and cover positive things sometimes, but it's always like kind of just like a weird story about like, oh, a cat got taken out of a tree. 
uh, oh, like uh, this guy built a, a mansion out of Lego or, or um, you know, some weird like uh, shaped chicken nugget. Like it's always some weird shit like that. Like it's never something that actually improves your day, that improves your life. Um, and it's kind of weird. And uh, I think that it's obvious that mainstream news uh, ratings are plummeting. Uh, and podcasts are continuing to grow and kind of independent journalists are starting to grow as well or continuing to grow as well, which I think is pretty cool. Um, it kind of uh, provides people, I think that uh, it provides some relief for people because I think the mainstream narrative um there's obviously some people that are captured by it, but I feel like a lot of people feel ostracized or alienated or alone in some of their views. And I think that kind of independent media, independent creators that way give people some, you know, relief or a feeling of connectiveness because it's like, okay, yeah, someone actually does share this opinion that uh, my government is telling me is um, unacceptable. And so... I think that that's pretty cool. I think that the the way that uh, media is going to be shaped in the next five to ten years, um, or even sooner, is going to benefit consumers a lot more. But uh, as for now, I think it's important to understand that you know the news feeds off of negative emotion. And it's easy to get caught up in the negativity of the world, the uh, the complaints that you might have, the way that you view the world being fucked up. And I think it's important to kind of be that positivity for the people around you because there's always going to be something to complain about. There's always going to be something to feel bad about, to feel like, uh, you know, things aren't working out and everything is going to pile up and, and, and be daunting and scary and, and riddled with anxiety and animosity. But I think it's important for all of us to kind of be that, that light, that, um, positive energy, the, 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 the vibe that we're looking to receive is the vibe that we should be giving, you know, to be the rock for the people around you, to be that kind of, uh, that radiant positive energy, I think that's extremely important in this day and age. I think that, you know, uh, there's a lot of people out there that do this really well, but I think that, you know, a lot of us think, oh, that person will do it. You know, I don't have to do it because that person will do it. And I think that if everyone, like it's obvious, if everyone were to think that way, then nobody would be doing it, right? Like we'd just be like, oh, that person will do it or this person will do it, so I don't have to do it. Um, but you do have to do it. You have to kind of be that positivity in that light. And so, um, you know, what are the ways, some of, some of the ways that you could do that is to, you know, kind of do things that make you proud, do things to help others, do things to make other people smile, do things to, uh, make someone else's life a little bit easier. And I think that in return, if everyone were to do that, then other people will be doing that for you as well. And you can't force the actions of other people. The best thing that you can do is just to lead by example. And so if I'm going to leave you guys off with a little bit of a positive message moving forward uh, for the rest of this week until Thursday when you get to hear that interview that I recorded with John, um, it's just to be that you know, kind of guiding light for other people, to be that kind of movement forward. Start the momentum of sharing positivity, of having a positive outlook on life, uh, doing things that help other people, doing things that make their lives easier, doing things that make their lives better. And um, 
just trying to make someone else smile. Because I think it's pretty evident that when we can make other people smile, it makes us feel good. And so even if you're a selfish motherfucker, you know, doing things that help other people helps you as well. Okay, so um, I think that's pretty much it. I'm going to keep it kind of short and sweet today. We're uh, nearing the 25-minute mark, so um, turn off the news. You know, I made the mistake of looking at the news today, um, but uh, it is what it is. It's already done. And uh, turn off the news and create your own news. Create, say whatever you want. Create your own news. Make other people smile. Make other people laugh. Um, you know, these people kind of create news all the time. And, and they, uh, if, if nothing cool is happening or nothing tragic is happening, they make their own shit up. And so why don't you just do the same thing? You know, create situations that make other people smile. And I think that's pretty much it. That's what we're trying to do with the mental health group. Uh, I know I try and plug this every single episode, but the mental health group is still functioning. We're still doing well. We do in-person meetups every single week. Uh, we go for hikes. We go for walks. We go for coffee. Um, and if we don't meet up in person, then we have a little Zoom call. We just chat about kind of what's going on in our world, what's going on in our week, what's going on in our minds, and um, to be able to be there for each other. And so uh, if you do want to join that group and help strengthen yourself and lift others up along the way, then reach out to me on Instagram. It's at Risen Fallen. Uh, you can get connected with the group there. We do have a Telegram group as well where we have daily conversations and uh, we do have merch. We do have the website running as well. Uh, we can get hoodies, tees to you. Uh, that's all available for purchase at risenfallen.com. And then the proceeds of that go towards the in-person meetups, pays for the coffees. Um, pays for uh, whatever we do, whatever we get up to, some snacks. Um, everybody loves snacks. So that's all I got for today. A little bit of a different podcast uh, format. That's the word I'm looking for. A little bit of a different podcast format. So let me know what you guys think. Do you guys want me to cover the news a little bit more and give my thoughts? Um, do you want me to shut the fuck up and uh, just talk about self-development every single week? Uh, let me know. And uh, that's pretty much it. So go out, make someone smile, create some good news, uh, create some good momentum in your community, and have a good fucking week. I'll see you all on Thursday. Love you all. Much love. Peace out, motherfuckers.